Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for flying with us today. I'm your captain, Tamara Lowe, here with my co-pilots, Zach and Jillian. And it's our pleasure to welcome you on board the Time Machine with service to the past and continuing service to the future. Buckle up, because on today's exciting episode, it's advice we'd give to our younger selves and what our future selves might say to us now. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. This is the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast with tips, tools, and biblical truth to build your brand, business, or ministry. If you're a Christian speaker, writer, coach, or entrepreneur, this is the podcast you've been praying for. Get ready to increase your impact, income, and influence. Here are your hosts, the mother, her son, and his wife doing business, ministry, and life to shape the culture for Christ. Tamara Lowe, Zach Lowe, and Jillian Lowe. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast. So good to be with you guys today. And we've got a fun topic. This was very imaginative, Coach Tam. This is advice we would give to our younger selves and advice that we think our future selves would give to us now. So that's right. that's a little two-parter. So, Coach Tam, what, what are you thinking on this? Well... I don't know why I sort of thought of this, but you know, with, I turned 60 this year. So with 60 years of hindsight, I was thinking about, you know, what would I do differently in my life? If I could kind of go back, what would I have have changed along the way? And so I guess it kind of brought up this, this topic for me of, I think that would be an interesting podcast is what would you say to your younger self? And then I thought, well, what if my future self could come to me now and give me some advice? What what, what might they say? And so I, I wrote down a few things. And if I could go back in time and talk to my younger self, here's the first thing that I'd say. I would say, you will live and not die. The craziness of your youth and all the abuse, here is the truth. You will live and not die. The business and financial challenges that you think might crush you, they won't kill you. Whatever you need, God will supply. You will surely live and not die. You will survive the betrayals and lies. You will live and not die. The sickness the doctors could not name, the years you fight it aren't in vain. Your health will be regained. You won't have to live in pain. Smile, child. God will keep you through that trial and you will live and not die. The babies you lost, the gunmen you crossed, every tempest that tossed, when you paid the cost, hope will always come from on high. What is more, you will live and not die. And that's the first thing I would tell my younger self. Wow, just like your your current self or your future self, to be rhyming, to be rhyming. <laughs> I thought that was actually even your future self, but no, that makes sense that from today to your younger self, that's so good. Live and not die in a beautiful rhyme. Amen. Amen. Powerful coach, Dan. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. What about you guys? Honey, do you want to go? Why don't we let you go? <laughs> All right. Well, this is, it's funny that, um, coach Tam, you brought this topic up. I was trying to find it. I think it was a little over a year ago, maybe two or three years ago, even that I did like a journaling exercise where I thought about my high school football career. So I'm going to take you guys to my younger self, my high school football career. And what would I tell myself then? 
about, you know, if you want to play division one college football, if you want to, you know, uh, fulfill your potential, like this is, these are kind of some of the lessons. And then I kind of took those lessons and applied it to myself today in my business career. So I kind of looked for that parallel of, okay, what would I tell myself in a different season with a different sport, um, that those same rules would apply to me today. And there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of things that definitely do parallel to, to today's business journey. As I look back at, you know, a high school football journey and some of it, you know, some of it is the, you know, enjoying the process, you know, like that's definitely, I think such a, such a life key is to learn to really, to enjoy the journey. There's a, uh, a great quote that life is a journey and the journey is the destination. And I, I just love that because so much, you know, especially like type A people, more ambitious people, kind of high achieving people um, that I'd I'd probably categorize myself as, uh, you get very focused on, you know, goals in the future, or just kind of live in the future in our minds. But the the present is really where we do get to experience life. So just looking back at you know, my high school football days, like those were some of the best times. Like that was like one of the most like fun things, fun projects that I was ever a part of. And I could say the same thing about where we're at today, you know, what we're building today inside of Kingdom Builders Academy and the great people that we get to work with and the uh, the dreams that we get to dream and the the adventures that we get to live out. It's just, you know, enjoying the process, enjoying the journey uh, and cherishing the moment because these are the things that we're going to look back on. You know, these are the days that we're going to look back on and uh, reminisce on and say like, oh, that was so great. You know, I would, what, what wouldn't I do to, to do another, you know, Friday night football game, you know, what, what wouldn't I do to, to get to do another, uh, another, you know, curriculum for our students or another launch or another, um, you know, team meeting and stuff like that. So part of it is enjoying the process. I'll give you one more and then I'll, I'll pass it to, to my wife is, this is another kind of idiosyncratic thing, meaning like, you know, just specific to the person. Um, I'm like a, I could even be called like OCD. Like I'm very like in Coach Tam is this way too. Like, you know, things have got to be in line. Things have got to be in order. Let's kind of track and let's optimize and let's improve. And I think I could have done a better job in high school football, just like I could do a better job today running a business of tracking the most important thing. And we do talk about KPIs, those key performance indicators uh, inside of Kingdom Builders with our students and on the podcast. And it's honestly, it's almost like controversial <laughs> KPIs because like some people are like, yes, I love that. I need to track it. I need to, to you know, manage what I'm measuring and, and improve and optimize. And I think you do need to get a good grip on your numbers and on those, you know, um, key indicators that like if we just improve in this area, it's going to make everything better. You know, for example, in football, you know, speed, you know, they say you can't coach speed, right? Like the faster you are, that's just going to make you a better player. Like that's one of those like one thing concepts that like, what's the one thing that if we improve this, it's going to make everything better, right? If I would have done a better job of, of tracking my speed of, of running the 40 more of running hundred yard dashes more of, of doing more, uh, exercises that would like, you know, get you off the line quicker. If we, if I could have just optimized that a lot better, I would have been faster. I would have been a better player as a result. And the same way in the business, right? If we were to just take something like this podcast and optimizing the podcast and getting more into the numbers and getting more into, you know, like what's the right time frame? What's the right title? What's the right thumbnail? What's the right, 
distribution strategy, right? Stuff that I'm not doing <laughs> right now. I might look back and say, hey, if you would have just tracked a little bit better, if you would have just focused on one of those key indicators and said like, okay, like what's one activity that if we can just make this better and better and better, it's going to make the whole business or the whole player a better outcome by just taking one thing and like tracking it a little bit better. So those are just kind of two of the things that I thought about that were, were parallels from a football career to a business career. I mean, what comes to mind for you thinking about talking to your younger self or your future self, talking to your current self? You know, I think it would probably be the same thing, which is very interesting as I thought about it. And that would be take risk and stay out of your own way. And, you know, I will tell you that every person that you meet, including yourself, has a story. And that's kind of the beautiful thing about, about life. And I know that some of those stories are really chock full of chaos and crisis, betrayal, heartbreak. Not everybody's, but I feel like a lot of people have experienced something in their life. They lost a loved one or there was an accident or there was an illness or their parents got divorced or someone got abused. I mean, this is the brokenness of this life that we live in. We all experience it. But I have been, I look back on my story and I was met with so many opportunities where I could have, you know, taken a risk, meaning gone on that trip, done the missions trip, you know, tried out to be in the thing, um, spoken up in that conversation, volunteered to lead in that thing, um, opened a business, you know, went and tried to make my dreams come true in LA, all the things that were opportunities that were risk. It was a risk. And I look back at those moments and then I think about my future self and I hear the same thing. Take risk with Jesus. You know, my biggest encouragement to you is the same encouragement I have for myself, friends, which is take risk and stay out of your own way. Yeah, you're going to have the naysayers and you're going to have the criticizers and you're going to have the worry warts, but the number one person who can stand in your way is actually not anyone that's in your text messages, not anyone on your Facebook or your Instagram or your TikTok or your, it's you. And that's for me too. When I look back at my life, the number one person at the top of the list who could have stood between me and taking a risk always comes back to me. So I want to encourage you as I encourage myself, take big risk with Jesus. I mean, I think that like there's life will want to keep you small because the devil wants to keep you small. That's right. So keeping you small keeps you confined. It keeps you isolated. But can I tell you the older I get, I'm 40, the older I get, the more I learn that my life is less about me. It is actually less about Jillian. It's not the Jillian show. It's about my family. It's about my friends. It's about the community around me. It's about the people I'm praying for, the, the people I'm supposed to help bring hope into their lives. And if you can, when I say get out of your own way, if you can just give yourself that pep talk that actually this isn't about me. It's really about him and what he wants to do through me. And he wants to partner with you, friends, and he wants to partner with me too, but he can't do it unless you'll take a risk. And that is a leap of faith, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. It's that step of faith. It's feeling uncomfortable, unsure, and secure, not having the whole picture. But without risk, 
there is, it's true what they say, there is no reward. And if you look around in your life and you don't find that you're taking any risk, you need to like crank up the little risk meter in your life because that's where there is blessing. He wants you to step out and fear wants to keep you small. So I would tell my younger self, take risk and stay out of your own way. And I would tell my future self, keep taking risk. And I think the arguments we hear in our head and in our heart change where it's like, I don't know, you've never done this before. Maybe you hear a little bit more, you know, who are you? But I almost feel like sometimes you hear those things when you get into your 40s, 50s, and 60s too. It's like, who are you to do this thing? Or those same things come your way. But I would just encourage you, keep taking risk in Jesus and stay out of your own way. That would probably be my best advice for myself. Yeah. Amen. I love that. I'll, I'll just tack on because, you know, it said another way, it's like pursue those God-sized dreams. You know, like so, so often we get to a place in life where our dreams become practical, you know, our dreams become realistic, you know, like what's the, the incremental, like, you know, 20% gain, 50% gain instead of those 10 X, 30 X, hundred X kind of opportunities. And it's something yeah. that, that I think is, is worth just praying into, you know, is even just yesterday, you know, just taking a walk and, and thinking about the, the next decade, the coming decades and how it's, it's easier to be practical and realistic when it comes to our, our dreams and our goals and the things that we pursue. But ultimately, like at the end of the day, like we want to do something that really mattered. You know, we want to do something that really moved the needle for the kingdom and that we can, we can celebrate in heaven. I remember hearing uh, Tim Tebow speak and he said that if it's not worth like doing a big chest bump in heaven, like, oh, wasn't that so cool? Wasn't that so crazy? I don't want to do it, right? Like, unless it's like going to be like, I don't want to pursue a goal. I don't want to pursue a dream. I don't want to do a business. I don't want to, you know, put my my best effort into something like the 80% of me into something, unless I'm going to be like chest bumping in heaven over this. Love that. You know, one thing I was going to add is just like, sometimes people will come up to me and they'll say, you know, especially like around the things of the prophetic, they'll say, I really want to step out. I really want to use my prophetic gifting, or I really want to step out to pray for people. And they'll say, but gosh, you know, like, what if I miss it or I get it wrong? And I just would, would share with you about risk in Jesus is that I always tell myself if, if I'm afraid to get it wrong, like if I get so caught up in getting it wrong, I'll never get it right. And I feel like that's probably true in business. It's true in ministry. And I think about all the inventions and all the things that have come to be and like how many iterations of that thing existed before the thing existed or things are constantly growing, evolving, changing. So, you know, being afraid of getting it wrong is kind of like getting in your way. Don't be afraid to get it wrong because if you are afraid and you get so wrapped up in that about whatever wrong looks like for you, getting it right isn't even a possibility. Like it's not even possible because you wouldn't even just step out. So I love that. So good. Well, um, I I think I'm going to throw down with a little bit of... Um, a little bit of relational stuff because when I think about the things that have happened in my life, the people that I've been in community with, the the partnerships that I've had, if I could go back and do it again, or if I could give my younger self some advice, 
I would say don't invest in any business or in any relationship with a partner who is not equally invested. If they won't ante up, it's best for you to fold. You have the right to quit playing that game. And I think that this is almost more significant for women than it is for men, because I think that that women have a way of sort of over-sacrificing and can almost break themselves on relationships and giving, giving, giving to other people. Um, so that's one of the things I would say. And finally, if I were to go back, I have, I have some future self-wisdom. Um, I thought about what my future self might tell me now, but but the last thing I would say to my younger self is I would I would say, fear not, fear not, younger self, fear not in your twenties, fear not in your thirties, fear not in your forties, fear not in your fifties and your sixties. Fear is projecting evil into your future. It's an entirely unproductive and really destructive waste of your energy. That's why the Bible says that fear has to do with punishment. The punishment is actually built into the fear. Every second, every second that you spend in fear is time that you gave to Satan instead of trust that you could have given to the Savior. Wow. Yeah. Mic drop. (laughs) So good. So good. I love that. I love that, Coach Dan. You know, it's funny. I'm trying to think of the the advice I would give to my current self as my future self. And it's it's really, I feel like they just all parallel, right? Like fear not, you say as a 60-year-old to the 20, 30, 40, 50-year-old. But guess what? As the 70, 80, 90-year-old, you say fear not to the 60-year-old. Yeah. So yeah. I love this this exercise of what would you say to your younger self? And then just, you know, preaching it to yourself. You know, like yeah. got to preach to yourself sometimes. And I, I like this exercise for that purpose. So I don't have too much more to, to add on that. Coach Tam, it sounds like you do. Honey, feel free to jump in if you've got more stuff. But Coach Tam, keep keep bringing it if you got it. Well, I, I think you're right about that, Zach, is like when you think about what you would tell your younger self, it's probably along the same line of what your future self might say to you now. And so when I thought about that, I have the benefit of hindsight, you know, and it's good to have hindsight because it gives you insight into the future. And so here's what I thought that my future self might say to me now. Your past is proof of God's perfect provision and perfect protection. Your future, and I'm I'm saying this prophetically over my life, and I'm saying this prophetically over your life as well, if you will receive it. Your future is full of all the good things that God has planned for you. You are going to fulfill the will of God in your generation. You will bring forth good fruit in every season. Your leaf will not wither, your flower will not fade, and everything you do will prosper because you are rooted, planted, and grounded in Christ. In old age, God will strengthen you, renew your youth, and carry you. Even on your final day, when you breathe your last breath and enter his rest, you will surely live and not die. Amen. 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 So good. So good, Coach Tam. Should we wrap with that? No pun intended. Well, I love it. I love it. This was a great episode, Coach Tam. So much wisdom. Something that I'm going to continue to think about. You know, I'm going to continue to 
to take my walks and think and pray into is, you know, what, what would the Lord speak to me in this season about the future and kind of seeing what I would say to my younger self as a, as a clue to, to key into that. So awesome episode. Love you guys. Bless you guys. See you next week on the KBA podcast. Bye everybody. Hi, this is Tamara Lowe, founder of Kingdom Builders Academy, here with a free gift for you, our loyal podcast listener. We're giving away free copies of my newest book, On Purpose, How to Find, Fund, and Fulfill Your Purpose. You can download your free copy right now at onpurposebook.com. That's www.onpurposebook.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast today. Join us again for our next exciting exciting episode.